is another episode of Leveling Up with Brigham Blackham. We are going to dive deep today on the real strategy that's going to make a difference with your social media, social impact. Uh, we've got the real life of a social butterfly. That's the topic of today. We're going to be going really deep with my good friend, Jared Brenchley. He has built an amazing following on social media because of this strategy, and he's going to give you some of the basic level uh, real strategies, and then a few teasers on how to do this at such a high level, like what he's doing. I'm so grateful to have him on the line. We've got a ton of other people from my, my real estate community. So grateful for them to be on here today. We we love to support each other and we love to to create value. So Jared, we're going to dive straight in. Tell us a little bit about your backstory and your uh, your understanding of, of social media, because you're just crushing it right now. Uh, sure. So, uh, Six years ago, um, real estate was wasn't even a word that would, that would mention out of my mouth like ever. So uh, I, I worked at Walmart for for twelve years actually. Mm -hmm. and I was a Walmart manager working 60, 70 hours a week on average salary. So I I, I was blessed to work as much as they wanted me to. Yeah. Um. So when my wife got pregnant with her third child, that's when a paradigm shift happened. That's when I like I knew something had to change. I remember it all the times. That, of the stuff I missed my first two kids. Cause there was a, a good eight year gap between number two and number three kid. Yeah. And so, um, I, I, it was a good reflection time and, and to realize that something had to change. I didn't know what, but something had to change. And so when my friend invited me to come down to a real estate workshop, I was 100% going to blow them off. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I want to do in my life. Like, cause first of all, real estate, like I didn't, I didn't have perfect credit, nor did I have a million dollars in the bank. So like, I can't do real estate. I don't want to get a license. I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, my wife heard him halfway through as he was talking about it. So she wanted to go, which meant this guy had to go. So we went and, um, and the, and the guy in the front of this room, he, he did something absolutely and the most annoying. He kept on, and they, he didn't just do it once. It was like through the entire presentation or the entire uh, workshop, he kept on doing this thing and it just drove me bonkers. And he just kept on, and the thing he was doing is he was making sense. And it was just <laughs> like, dude, I, I'm, I'm like in a path, man. I'm, now you're making it possible for me to do these other hard things that can give me the life that I always dreamt. And and so it was, it was annoying and exciting at the same time. Cause I realized that sure, if you have perfect credit, a million dollars in the bank, you can do, was it easier? hundred percent, sure. Is that the only way to do it? No, no, not at all. I've done, I've done, I've never used my credit in any transaction I've ever done. And I could probably count on one hand how many times I've used my own money in, my, in the in the transactions. So after that, that's what changed everything. My wife, my wife and I, we got started. Um, we got connected with the community and just started to learn, 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 ask questions, network as much as humanly possible. And six months later, we got on our first transaction. Um, then we did a bunch of flips and at that point in time, it was like, okay, now let's, 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 uh, so that, that's when I was able to quit my jobs. It took me about a year to quit my job. And that first year we did about three transactions. That was it. But that was like, you know, we did a, we got, got a fourplex and do two flips and there's more money in the bank than it would take me like a couple of years to work in Walmart. And that was like a whole, like imposter syndrome galore. I tell you what, but yeah, so that's how I started. And then I got into uh, wholesaling and then short-term rentals. And then to, and I'm still doing wholesaling now. And I love wholesaling. That's my favorite. 
short, that's my favorite massive income strategy in real estate. For those who don't know, I mean, it's, it's basically a fix and flip, but shorter term, like two weeks is yeah. the best way to think of it in, in, in one sentence description. But uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's how I got started. I don't know if that was, what was your question again? I, I just went on a tangent. Oh, that's great. Your origin story. That was perfect. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what it was. So yeah. tell us, so you've been sharing uh, some ideas, how you got into real estate. Hmm? I feel like it was about two years ago that you really started getting a ton of traction on social media. Can you tell us a, a little bit how you, you went from where you were as a Walmart sure. uh, employee to now you're actually got like over 6,000 followers on, on Facebook and you've got literally hundreds of thousands of views across multiple platforms. Millions. Millions now. Fantastic. Millions of views. I have several videos that went over a million. That's so cool. So tell us, how'd you do that? Um, so when I first started, it was just, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, 6,000 followers isn't, isn't really a ton, right? you know, uh, but when I started, it was like a couple hundred and I've, I've generated massive amounts of income from the, from that short following. So, I mean, when you add up all of my, my socials, you put it all together. It's like 12,000. Well, actually, actually not, not thinking about it. It's more than that, but regardless, um, I just was consistent and posting content and everyone, it, it, for me, if I can't giggle, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I, I, I do tend to lean towards if, if I can make something funny, then that's what I want to do. Right. And you don't have to be funny to be successful or anything like that at all, but the, but it's the, a key point for that would be whatever you're, you're going to, if you're, if you're stone faced, is like very blamed or whatever, but, you know, you, you're given killer information. You're going to find a following eventually, right? So it's just throwing stuff out there um, consistently. I, I I I got mentors and uh, people to help me out to to monetize because I know there's I know people that have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers, and like I've I've spoken to them like like million plus, and they make nothing from their following, nothing. You know, and so when you just from my 6,000 followers on Facebook, um, I'm not going to say the exact amount, but I, I made a quite a bit of money last year by, by generating leads for my business, for, by, by getting people intrigued where they're, they want to partner with me. So we do joint ventures, things like that. So, so yeah, I mean, that was uh, uh, the part of it was seeking people that, that were doing better than what I was doing. And just, just being consistent, like you don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. My, my, my motto is good enough is good enough. So I think perfectionism is what stops people. Them, honestly, that's probably one of the biggest things that stop people from being successful, is they want to have something perfect. Because yeah. you can look at your first post and, like, look at look at the people that are that are very successful, and and in and, and social media specifically, and you look at their first posts and it, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. But if that person would have waited till he got the perfect, the perfect post and the perfect, you know, how we communicated and everything like that. Then it would have took him another five more years and he would have got the same number of views as that very first one because he didn't have any following, didn't have any traction behind it. So it doesn't help you to be perfect. It helps you to take action. Good enough is good enough. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a great motto. I, I love that. So so Jared, as as you started diving into doing reels, because I mean you do multiple every single day. Can yeah, you, talk, you I know we've talked a little bit about your batch strategy. You're like, hey, I just do a ton at the same time. Can you talk to us a little bit? why you do it that way rather than like, Oh, I have an idea. I'm going to just do it right now. Have an idea. I'm going to just do it right now. Tell us a little bit how you batch your, your content and just. Um, so, so I have in my calendar, um, 
there there's been times where I'll go through like on a Sunday and just make a bunch and then and, but in reality because it doesn't take me very long to make them like I just have block in you know from from 6 to 6:30 I can make three or four in that time frame and and just just throw them out yeah. so that's that's what I and the thing is like sure I, I can do three in in or three or four in 30 minutes but at first it would take me 30 minutes to even think of doing one you know, so it just takes time and practice. The more you do things, the more it's going to be. So you're not going to be doing multiples at first, right? Especially if you're, if you're doing it like once a day or something like that. Um, it it might be easier to, to to pick a day and get four hours and make the week's worth of of content, which I've done that before, and then then you're 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 good to go. So it kind of depends on <clears throat> on your strategy and what what type of content you're doing. Yeah. Um. So I I, I try to mix it from tips and strategies to a lot of just funny meme type posts um whether whether i'm like mouthing something funny and i always relate it back to my industry um so it's not just funny but it, it, i like to have it you know and most of them they're not funny but they're i try to be at least humorous or, or entertaining the very least as far as like but it's back to my industry that i'm working in yeah it, se it seems like you'll take an idea and you're like oh how can i real estate that yes how can I make this connect to real estate? Mm -hmm. Bring it back to the industry. Uh, it keeps you top of mind. Now we learned that in one of yeah. our classes that if we're top of mind with people, it's when they have that need that they'll think of you. So what are some of the other ways you've been able to keep top of mind with people? Um, other than being consistent, like that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Stories is, is, is a good thing to be constantly out there. I use story to really, because here's the thing, you may have a million followers. When you create a post, whether that's TikTok, social media, or um, uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, just because you made a post doesn't mean the guaranteed every every follower is going to see that post. It's not even show up on their feed. Yeah, like I, they're most like you make a post, maybe maybe a hundred people, and you have thousands of followers, and maybe a hundred people see it. Like, well, where's the other thousands? What's going on here? So Facebook does. They want people to stay in in the the app as long as possible, and so if your if your post is not getting a lot of engagement, then it doesn't show it to all your friends. So maybe like five or ten or whatever. So it does kind of like it tests out to some of your your consistent followers, and then then it go, then if that's if that starts to get some engagement, then it really starts to explode and expands, and so you can do a lot of cool things um, by asking questions just to increase your engagement. And then, and those questions could be anything like, like, and I, I love like even, even the toilet paper roll, what, what's the right way, you know, the front yeah. side or the back side, you'll get like hundreds of people commenting and fighting in the comments and, and it's freaking, it's, it's awesome. Um, so creating engaging content, whether that has to be exactly in your niche, which, which is ideal, but doesn't have to be, um, because if you have engaging content those other posts you're creating will be showed up more of their feed too. So if someone engages with your content, um, Facebook is more likely to push your other posts in front of them to see if you like this. Oh, you like stuff from this creator? Let's do you like this? Do you like this? And so being being engaging and having people just comment and stuff, uh, and and also uh being consistent on posting in groups. That that is huge. I can talk a whole ton about groups because a lot of people are like, well, man, I just got like I got like 300 followers. I can't. What do I, do? I can't, I can't, there's no leads there. I already, already, there's my grandma, grandpa's there and my, my aunt and my cousins. And that's all I got. Like, okay, great. How about 
would you like to, if I can click my finger and give you 30,000 followers today, uh, Bergen, would you, would you, would you like that? Would that be helpful? You think if you, if I can just get 30,000 done? Yes. Great. Awesome. Go to a, a Facebook group that has 30,000, uh, 30,000 30, members post in there. Same thing. Done. Yeah. Done. And so you're expanding your reach. That's how you, I know it's your, your time on top of mind, but this is still in the same context. It's kind of more, you know, reaching out, but you can join groups that you're interested in and plus in your niche, if you're trying to grow a business in it. So I joined a ton of real estate investing groups in Utah and just, just real estate investing groups in general. And then let's just say like, if you're, you're a hockey fan or whatever it is, right? So you, you join those groups and you start getting engagement and then, then people start following you and then it starts, it opens the door for people to really get to know you and, and to know your message and to know what you're, you're all about and what your business is and all that stuff. So you don't want to sound um, salesy or, or preachy, you know, it, it's just like, Hey, here's this thing. And, and then, cause here's the thing, like I can, I can post on, on a, on a message or I can make a post and like, this is, I just did this, 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 I'm so excited. I will get more people to engage in that and ask me how I'm doing that. Or, or they want to be part of my, my business by just a curiosity post. Like, Hey, I, I, I just closed my 15th short-term rental without using my money. It's amazing. And that's, if that's all I put, I didn't say, you know, Hey, message me. And I do do that sometimes, but I, I'm very strategic when I do that. When I actually ask like, Hey, here's the link. Let's, let's work together. Um, but for the most part, it's just going to be an, an intrigue post. And then people reach out like, dude, like, what are you doing, man? I want, I want to learn some of this stuff or like, Hey, my cousin has a house that she needs to sell. Do you, I mean, if, if I give you the address, can we work, work together? Like, yeah, sure. Absolutely, man. So when they're reaching out to you and you're not out to them, it becomes the, the sales process, whatever you're selling, whatever you're, you know, whether it's joint ventures, education, whatever it is, it becomes a lot easier when they're coming to you asking about your, your pet, your pet hair salon, you know, or, or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> and so being consistent and, and posting on, on groups that you're interested in and, and also in your niche, mm -hmm. um, in a business standpoint will dramatically keep you in top of mind. And there's something what I call farming. And mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know if you want to interrupt me, go ahead. I, I feel like I'm no, just going on tangents, but some I call farming, and this is in, in Facebook groups. Okay. So when you get an engaging post, when I post something in a group, it goes in the top of the feed. So if anyone clicks on that, it goes right on top. And every time someone comments, so we have the feed, right? And there's a bunch of posts everywhere else. And if I get, if I'm posting places in that has 200,000 followers or, or members in the group or 30,000 or whatever it is, there's a lot of posts that are getting are getting created in, in that group. It's like, how do you stand up? How do you, how do you make sure people are seeing yours? Cause like, man, I put, I, I made a post and now I'm buried by 20,000 other, other posts. If you're creating an engaging post, so whatever it may be, you're asking, you're asking a question, you're, you're doing an intrigue thing. So then people will comment every time there's a comment because at the dinner day kind of goes lower, lower, lower. There's a comment goes right on top. So any comment, whether it's through you or through someone else goes right on top. And so when I get a really engaging post and if people are posting or commenting on it, I don't respond to them right away. I don't let it, I don't let it all. So, so as the day goes on or as the week goes on, it keeps on getting pop. And then that means it's going to be up more people's feeds. So even if they don't go into that page, it'll, if they're a member of that group, it'll show in their feed more often, often, often. And they're seeing, oh man, this got 50 comments on it. It's crazy. When, when people stop commenting on it, that's when I go. So if there's like 10 comments, just an example, I think usually there's more in this type of scenario, but I will go back and I will respond to two or three. 
and then I'll stop. So that go then so then it goes right back up. And then more they'll show more and then it'll just start getting more and more and more. So I'll just do okay, great. And I'll then the day after when again it slows down, I'll comment to a couple more. It goes on top of the feed. And so I am just that one post, people are seeing it like hundreds of times. It's like everywhere. And so that that's what I call farming. It's just utilizing the algorithms to your benefit. And this is uh, and this is true even in your own post too. You can still do the same way. You're just popping in there and is commenting on something that so to keep the momentum going. So one post you can farm for weeks. And obviously, hopefully, you're doing more posts than just that one. But as far as getting in front of people, like when you're like, oh hey, my 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 pet shop, it it has blah 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 blah, and people are commenting on it, and then you can make that that continue momentum behind it and when when people start seeing uh hundreds or you know 50 plus comments in there they're gonna look oh what this is this is engaging people are liking it and so it starts to really build momentum so you can get one post massive number of views massive number of interaction and everyone is interacting are more likely to see your other content so yeah that's that's farming consistent um using using facebook groups is a great way that it's trying to stay at top of mind I think that that's key. Now, one of the the other elements that that you brought up earlier that I, I want to bring back up when you're doing your reels is mm-hmm. you're not just doing it for business. This was something that was key. You you brought up kind of to the side, but sometimes you'll do a question that doesn't have to do with business. That's just engaging, and then sometimes you'll have a a joke that kind of applies to real estate, but it's really just a funny joke. Mm-hmm. How do you take your your engaging posts and monetize them. Actually, get people to say, "Hey, here's a, a newsletter that you can opt into, so you can get on my my buyers list." Or here's a way that we could go to that next level. What are ways that you actually create that that first exposure to mm-hmm. what what you do? So, as I'm creating engagement, as I'm as I'm creating you know more followers through. So sometimes I'll, I'll do um, a harvest post. So a harvest post is is where, and you have to be careful with this one. Like you you don't want to be over. And, and I know every, people are going to have different opinions on this, but this has just been successful for me. So I, I will I will talk about a win and not not trying to be too um, boasty about it, but like, hey man, this this flip that I'm doing that we're going to close on the 26th this is the biggest yet. I'm going to make like ninety eight thousand dollars on this flip. I'm so excited. This is amazing, and. And I didn't use any of my any of any, any of my own money or my credit. I love this. This is so much better than working at Walmart. By the way, if you guys ever thought about getting real estate, you want to have a chat about it. Here's this link. We can schedule a nine minute conversation. And that's so that's what I call. So that is more like a salesy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's my harvest post. Okay. So that's where. So people that have been following me, they've been they've been getting they're getting intrigued. They're they're getting stuff in there, right? And then then it's like, oh, okay, great. I'll just. I mean, I remember making one post and I probably got, and it was something just like what I just said. Um, I probably got at least 20 to 30 appointments um, just from that one post, right? So um, again, you have to be careful with that type of stuff as far as like being straight up, hey, here's a link because you can get really spammy and everyone's like, hey, here's a link. Okay, there's this, yeah. I know what Jared's doing. But in, in between the harvest posts, which I'll put out every couple of weeks, once a month, something like that. So not that consistent as far as those harvest posts, but I'll still do other posts like that when I'm talking about a win or, or an intrigue post. And a lot of times people will reach out to me like, dude, what are you doing? 
Like, how do I, how do I find out more? Okay. Here's, here's this thing. We can just schedule, schedule time. We'll talk about it. And so they'll, they'll usually reach out to me or, or for example, I'll do a post like, Hey, what's holding everyone back uh, on real estate investing? How can I, you know, or just like what's stopping you from getting your next creative financing deal. And then they'll, they'll put their, their questions on it. And then, then they'll take it to the DMS and we'll have a conversation. It's just like, Oh, you know, maybe, maybe it's funds. Maybe it's, I don't know how to find creative financing deals. I don't know how to negotiate those deals. And so I, I start talking like, why do they even want seller financing deals? Why, do, why, what would that do for you? And we, so we have those conversations and then it usually leads to, you know, face-to-face conversation where the mostly on zoom. Um, yeah. And then we, we'll then go from there. So I, I don't know the answer to your question or not, but well, that, that totally, but that's how so I basically, if I can conceptualize this, you have value posts, maybe I'm going to throw out a random number, 95% of the time, mm-hmm. 5% of the time you have a harvest post, maybe every two, three weeks, you'll, yeah. you'll throw one of those out there so that the people that you've been engaging and creating tons and tons and tons of value for like, Oh, you've helped me in this and this and this, you made me laugh. You made me cry. made me think. Mm-hmm. And then like, Oh, this is something that would interest me. I, I would like to have a nine minute conversation. Yeah. Then you collect those emails and you start working through those leads. And it it could be through the you know a direct messenger, talking to them that way. Or if they give you an email, you add them to the email list, whatever it was that you promised them in that that harvest post. Yeah. And then um you just create value for them. And it sounds like uh, the way that you've been able to monetize this the best is you have deals that are constantly coming in and you're letting just people know, this is what I'm doing. If you want to do it too, come along. But if not, it, the train's left. Exactly. Yeah. It, you, it, and you don't have to be massively successful to do that strategy either. It's just, it's, you're just documenting what you're doing in your business. Yeah. So when, when I first started, I was not, I wasn't doing multiple deals a week. I wasn't doing anything. That wasn't a thing, you know, but what you can do if, if someone's like just starting out and, and just you, as a pet, what, whatever, maybe. Right. So let's just say you, you have a pet business and no one's really, or, or you're looking to get it started. Um, your pet business, whatever, yeah. pet haircutting. Um, you can just start posting things like, Oh, great. Hey, I just bought this cool machine. They cut out this, this pet's hair. I'm so excited. Or, or if you're real estate, like, Hey guys, I haven't done a deal yet. I'm just learning. I just learned X, Y, and Z. This is amazing. So you can start putting um, those type of posts out there as, as in not so much like bragging or, or like, Hey guys, you want to learn with me? You know, especially when you first begin, you, you, you don't really want to do a ton of harvest posts. The very, you need to build a lot of value and people will naturally start to talk and you can still take up the DMS. You can do all that stuff and that's totally fine. You should harvest that way. But as far as like a massive harvest post, I don't expect that right away, but Brandon, just like document what you're doing. So real estate, like, Hey, take a picture yourself in front of a computer, analyzing five more deals. This is so exciting. And, and like, Hey, I just learned how to, how to, how to pay off my house in, in seven years or Hey, cool. I, I just, I'm learning about X, Y, and Z. I just learned this. So you can start creating value posts without having to be the expert. Yeah. You can become you. And in fact, people that are just learning, starting out is, is literally more uh, relatable than an expert that's doing it for, they've been doing it for years. So if I'm seeing Brigham as you're out there and maybe you just started and you're, you're just, you're taking action and you're talking, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going with my realtor to check out this property. What do you guys think of this thing? What do you, if, we, if I, if I ever pick this up as a flip, what would you guys do to it? And you start, you're asking questions, you're creating an engagement. And so like, Oh wow, he's, he's actually doing it. And he's not that he's 
sometimes when you see people and like they're so far there or you know they they're in the hundreds of deals and, and you're like man i wish i could get my first it, it's almost intimidating to say like hey man i mean i would like to learn that too or or like I have a deal, but I don't know if I want if you even have time even to chat with me or not. So a lot of times that can intimidate. So being newer in whatever industry you're in can actually be an asset because you're more relatable and more easier to talk to. And like, and, and it's just like, you're not the expert. You don't need to be. It's like, yeah, well, let me plug you into the same system where I learned. Or yeah, I'm just learning. I'm just a student, but let's go, let's go learn together. We can, we can JV and stuff. Who knows? Right. It's, it's really cool. What you can do is just a matter of documenting what you're doing, being consistent at it. And, and, I just learned statements is phenomenal for, for getting intrigued. Love that. One of the things I thought was, was really valuable when you are a beginner, be a beginner. Yeah. And it's okay to say, I am not an expert yet. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm a shared expert. Here's something that an expert shared with me. I learned this. Mm -hmm. That's just creating relatability. I think that was a great right. point. Thank you so much. Now um, let's get into maybe some, some nitty gritty things with, with a real how do you choose your content for your reel and how do you know what's going to be uh helpful and what's what's not when you're creating reels i know you've been doing you've probably done a couple thousand reels not a couple hundred yeah, yeah. and some have been winners some have probably not seen very many views and most are most are trash yeah <laughs> you're like that's just how it goes so yeah. how did you find the winners uh i i, I in on reels I, I, I am the strategy of let's throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Nice. Um, and you never know which one's going to take off. I really have no idea. I mean, I've only had a couple that's been the hit over the million million mark. I've had a couple of hundred thousands, but most, most, if you go through it, they're like, most is like 200 views. Yeah. You know what I mean? So not a, not a ton. You know, I got, I got a bunch in the thousands and tens of thousands, but the, the vast majority, when I put out so much content, the vast majority is a couple hundred and that's it. So it's just being consistent and throwing out there. You're, you're not going to know exactly what's going to be a banger. Now, now here's the thing. If you keep on doing the same thing and, and like all of those type of posts are getting five views or whatever, then it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I can tweak this, you know, always try to, even though I, like I said, throw things at the, at the wall, but you need to be conscious of what's actually getting, getting views or getting engagement or whatever it is uh, like, oh yeah. This, this post, they got me like five followers, but even though it only has 500 views, that's actually really good. That's very potent for the number of views, how many followers I got. I need to do more posts like that. You know, I can recreate stuff like that. And the thing is like one of my, one of my mentors uh, uh, that taught me a lot about, and, and this is, I never actually met this person, but just through social media, like, so, so Fraser Brooks, he talks about, um, because people can seem overwhelming. Like they, they look at me like, oh man, I can't do three wills that like you're doing three a day. Sometimes more like that. There's no, it's so out there. Like it, I don't necessarily recommend people to make that many. And, and I know people that are more successful than me and they're literally posting once a week and that's it. But they built their reputation. They built their brand. They did the work to get to that point. So there's not necessarily. Oh yeah. Sorry. So that's what I was going for. Yeah. So Frazier, what he talks about, like if you're doing like one post a day, like one reel a day, for example, a lot of times you don't need to recreate new things. If you find something that's a banger, yeah, you need to save that, put it in a different file. And then once a month, you can repost that same one. Because hmm. because he, here's the thing, like a comedian, they have a set, right? They spend hours and hours and, and weeks and months and years yeah. getting 
that 10 minutes of comedy. They spend that much time on that 10 minutes. If they would have to get a new 10 minutes every time they were in front of someone, it wouldn't be as good. Instead of them just getting getting new content for that, for the same people, he just shows that same content to different people. Super good. So you can literally like make 30, 30 bangers, maybe, maybe over 90 days or whatever. So 30 reels that that are really, really good that are actually getting some traction. And then you can switch them out. You can do all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and then you can just repost it. Yeah. And I have I have not had anyone like, didn't you post this last month? And because I still, I still I will repost stuff. Um, not 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 a ton nowadays, but like when I when I'm busy and I, I have no time to to even give the 30 minutes, I'll just like go through my vault and start, I'll throw older stuff out. So I'm still consistent, I'm still doing stuff. But yeah, someone can literally just get do 30 posts and they have enough content for the whole year. Done. That's huge. And I think that takes a little bit of the pressure off. Yeah. Uh, something that I keep hearing, I, I've been re-going through a mindful marketing class by Dr. Greg Kimball. And he talks about document, don't create. Document, mm. don't create. That's something you brought up too. It's yep. you just recognizing I am doing my business right now. How do I maybe have a camera on and talk about what I'm doing and Boom. bringing people the behind the scenes experience of what it's like to be a successful wholesaler or to be a successful short-term rental host. Um, when, when you are, are creating content uh, I know in the beginning, it feels so overwhelming. It, it really does. What would your suggestion be for a brand new person never made a reel before to be able to do their first reel and their first reel consistently, like one a day. How, how do you help them get into that pattern of, I can do this? Um, if someone hasn't made content, so uh, Coach Fryer, he talks about getting your pillars. Mm. So you want to know what, what what is your message? Like, what do you really want to talk about? Um, and this is really good for people that, that don't know what to post, um, is writing... In, in a nutshell, and I'm going to butcher this, but he goes through this whole process when you're 25 and you knock it down. But basically, you're going to find five things that you are passionate about. Family, religion, maybe maybe that was like, for me, it's real estate, could be mentorship, could be motivational, like, or, or mindset type of stuff, whatever it may be. Nail down what those five things are. And then five days a week, you know, Monday through, or Monday through Friday, you're going to post one thing about your family. The next day you're gonna do one thing about real estate, your business. Then I think, and so you can just kind of go through that to find your, what your what your voice is, and that makes it easier to, to create that content when it's like, oh yeah, I'm so grateful for my husband. He did blah 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 for me. Done. Doesn't be fancy. You don't got to be like every message, every every post doesn't have to be about your niche if you don't if you don't want it to be. But people can get to know you for the real person you are and what you kind of stand for. So um, if someone's really having a hard time, even like I don't. Like, let's just say it's motivational. You can, there's an app I, that I'm not, you know, affiliated with, but CapCut, the app called CapCut, it, I, I use that for most of my career, uh, most of my reels creations. CapCut has literally, you can throw in, it has AI, it use, it's using, it's really, really cool recently too. So they implemented a bunch of I stuff. You can just upload, like, let's just say one of your pillars is family. You can upload 15 pictures of your kids. And then it, it'll do a reel for you in a matter of seconds 
of like with music and it's changing the pictures and does all, and you can kind of you can tweak and edit and all that stuff. So if it's like I don't have any time, I don't know what to do. You're gonna okay, great family. Well, I don't know. Again, I mean, my husband's a dick, and my da, 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 da. and so maybe you don't you're not feeling it, but like man, I got a ton of pictures of my kids. I'm gonna throw that up, da, da, da. and then and then bam, you created the reel in like ten seconds. So cap uh, and even even CapCut has like the uh, help you. It can like AI generative scripts. And you, and it does teleprompter on your phone, so you can be like reading it as you're as you're doing stuff. So you can uh, using AI is very helpful for people that don't know how to start. And also they have they have templates. And there's other apps that probably do similar things too. So you know, pick pick your poison. Doesn't matter. But there's templates. I can just put in and go into templates and say motivation. Okay, great. You need to add ten pictures, uh, and or this template. You know, this music, this this message, and then you can add you know ten pictures of yourself or just like. Google some pictures or whatever. It doesn't matter. So using, using things that have already been created and even using AI to kind of help you out a little bit, even if you're not familiar with it, you can just, you know, you're, you're literally just pushing a button and that, and you're done. So I think that's probably, the, I would recommend someone to, to, to use technology to their, to their advantage, get CapCut, get apps similar to that. And this become, and I, I make a ton of money and toilet time. I tell you what, man, when I'm sitting down, I, I you know, what are we doing the, when we're sitting down anyways? We're just like scrolling. We're just doing whatever. Dude, make a reel real fast. Open the app. And and while you're doing your business, do your business. You know, if you if someone has that's a that's a reel right there. While you're doing your business, do your business. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like massive. It could be a six, six second thing. That's it. Damn. You no. Know? So literally, like you can just be sitting down and for people irritates me to no end people can be like oh well i i don't have any time to do this like the hell you don't come on you you, you have time so you do not use the restroom are you like a, a, a are you like a cone head that doesn't have you can't use that come on really you have 30 you're, you're there for like three or four minutes you know some some of us 10 minutes i don't know i'm not gonna judge you but freaking eight like open the open the app you can create a reel in, in five minutes if you're just going through a template you're like picture 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 done done that could be, that could be your your time. Is there's no excuse why no one really can't do it. It's the perfectionism with what really kills people, yeah. and and the fear of judgment with stops people too. So I I have so I'll I'll, I'll make posts and in, in my story specifically, mm -hmm. uh, my first story of the day, and people so some people don't like it, but um my level of me not caring what someone else thinks of that is people will be shocked a little, how little I give a crap. So and as far as their opinion on, on anything that I'm doing. So like some people get so like, Oh, what are they going to do? What are they going to think? Dude, they're not, they're not buying your, you're not, they're not, they're not engaging with your business anyway. So what do you care if you offend someone? You're going to offend. It's not if it's, it's when. Yeah. It's, it's when they're going to be, when they're going to, when you're going to offend someone and you could be doing nothing but positive posts. You can do nothing. Like I, I literally, like I, I did, I did a post and, and I remember this and, and um, it was all about, you know, winners are, are they're, they're fearful of, of losing. So they're, they're, they're constantly thinking that they're losing and that's where keep on improving themselves and doing better. And, and, and I remember this guy, he made a, a very negative comment. Well, that's why, and it was just very like, you know, victim mindset and, and BS. And so like, I, I mean, I did a very positive, good post. And and to help motivate people, and this dude was 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 uh, uh, taking the win out or trying to take the win out of me. By the way, 
because those haters will happen eventually. The, the, the very beginning, you probably won't. It's not, yeah. don't fear that. But never waste a good hater. Ooh, that's such a good line. Don't never waste, waste a good, a good hater. So well, no, what phenomenal. did you do with that? Go ahead. Okay, so when haters start commenting, they're not usually a short comment. Mm. Okay? They're usually kind of, they're thinking it out like, oh man, especially if you start engaging with them. I don't necessarily recommend this. You got it. You got it. This can be an energy, energy uh, suction. If, if, so you got to, you got to monitor yourself. You got to, you know, hold back the, if, so I, I, with caution. So they're on, for example, a reel. Yeah. Facebook measures the engagement by the likes, comments, of course, also the number of views and how long someone's in it. Mm. And someone's commenting on a, a reel that reel is playing the entire time that they're texting. It, it is that hater is doing more for your engagement than anyone that, than your own mom that, that likes every single post you ever make because they're on it for so long. And then I like, I like, I, 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 to my, I love poking the bear like too much. I get this from my grandpa, but he would, he would see people arguing and then you go on one side. And then when that, when, when that side starts to win, he'll like jump on the other. Well, actually, you know, I think you have a point and he'll, he'll just start stirring the pot. Um, so, and I, I will, I'll start poking the bear and, and, and I can get, I can see them getting so mad. It's just like, so fuming. And, and I'm not like, Hey, you did. I'm not like negative or anything. I usually like, like kill them with kindness. And they freaking hate that. Like to no end when you're so hateful and you just like that stupid bald guy, he is just teaching people bad things and he's going to destroy the world. I'm like, oh man, yeah, that's okay. I'll destroy my world. Don't worry. You, your world will be fine. You got, I got love you, buddy. And like, he loves me. Oh, and and so, so you get this back and forth and I'm just giggling the whole time. This is my, this is that, that's, that's my toilet time. I'm like doing that stuff because it's hilarious. And, and so, but they're getting back in there. They're making so many interactions with the post and, and it's just like funny. And that, and by the time to slow down, I'm like, Hey, by the way, thanks for so much engagement. Like since we started talking, my views went up by, by like, by almost a thousand, dude. Thank you. I really appreciate your help. I'm making more people be able to see this post that you hate so much. Ooh, and either they'll talk talking more, which is like, or they'll, or they'll eventually stop. But yeah, it, it's you have to be very careful though, because if you if you find yourself actually oh, that dude, because sometimes they'll say stuff that like get you. So I I don't necessarily recommend people book the bear. Um, you gotta have the right mindset, and if you feel that it is taking energy or time more time than it should, than it would a regular comment. Um, then you probably should just leave it alone. But that's, yeah, that's a good point. But it's so unique that even a bad comment or bad engagement actually is is eyeballs uh -huh. on your on your stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, you become top of mind for them. And maybe they're going to start telling other people, like, "Oh, you shouldn't watch this guy's post." Like, wait, I shouldn't want. Okay, let me see. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to go check it out. A hundred percent. When someone starts trashing talking some trash talking someone else on, on on social media, people will go to their page and start looking at their stuff and like, "Oh, actually, this guy makes sense," or this guy, "Oh yeah, you're right, he's a jerk," or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it, it's there's not a there's not a bad thing at all ever. I love it, and. That, that reminds me of that little expression, if it bleeds, it leads. Sometimes we have comments that are that are cutting. Yeah, yeah. If if we take it personally, man, that can hurt really bad. But if we think of it like what you just did, you did a complete reframe. Never waste a good hater. No, yeah, don't waste a great them. reframe because he's, yeah. he's actually helping your engagement. That's great. Yeah. And you um, can be short too on your comments and back to him like, dude, I love you, bud. 
and just stuff like that. And they'll get, it gets so mad. It's, it's so, so much fun. I mean, and, and I, and I obviously like, you know, I know you're mad at me, you know, are you okay? And I'll, I'll, I'll and, and most of the time I'm like sincere, like, are you okay, man? Like, I get it. You don't like the post, but are you all right? And then it, it can, then things get really, you get so mad. It's fun. Are you okay? Oh man. And then I, I mean, I've seen actually people screenshot some of their worst comments and make a mm -hmm. reel from that. And like, right. That's, that's your next that's comment. Another great, great repurposement of those, uh, those experiences. Well, you can, and, and that's once you start getting some traction, people are commenting on Facebook or excuse me, on TikTok specifically, you, you can, you can actually respond to a comment in, in a new, in a new um, TikTok. And, but the thing is it, it'll actually read, it'll have a link to the original video that you're commenting, that you're responding to that comment. So I'll have like the widow window of the comment. And so like on, on TikTok, you can actually farm a very successful and getting content from that one post that, that did get hundred thousand. Cause you know, you're getting hundred, 200, and suddenly one got hundred thousand and, and another hundred comments you can do. That's a hundred. Cause they're asking questions. They're like, I'm way to go. Like, Oh man, Hey, shout out to Billy Bob Thorne over here for saying that, uh, appreciates what I did. Awesome. See ya. And the people are seeing that. Oh, well, wait, what did you do? And they click on to go back to the original video and that and pardon me. And then they go back to the original video and then they see that and the views start going up and then they start showing to more people. It all cascades on itself. Uh, and, and with multiple platforms, I use the same content across the same platforms. Now, obviously there's some, some other gurus would say that this don't do that, but it's better than not doing anything. But if you're making a reel for Facebook, most, well, one, you can actually connect your Facebook account with your Instagram account. So if you make one post in it, you make a post in on Facebook, it automatically posts it to your, your Instagram account, but there's plenty of other websites and programs you can do, which you, you create a post, put it in there, and then it sends it out to, and you know, in your, LinkedIn to, you know, it farms it out. If you don't want to, you know, actually go into the account, then copy and paste, blah, blah, blah. Cause it does take some time to do something like that. So you can use programs and, and to, to make your life easier, but yeah, you can make one post. If you're making a reel, like you should, why don't you have a TikTok account? There's no, there's no reason why not. You know, I have four, I have like over 4,000 followers on my TikTok account and like, if I didn't make any of this post, it would, uh, that's 4,000 people that wouldn't, they're definitely the four, 4,000 different people than my, than my face, than my, uh, Facebook, you know? So it's, it definitely adds up and, and you're getting your message across to more people. So true. And if you're spending the energy and effort to make that real, mm -hmm. you might as well get traction in different ways. If right. you need to change the music or change something slightly about it, barely, mm -hmm. but repurpose it. I think that I, you don't even have to change anything. Just throw it up there. Yeah. Just you know what I mean? Just, just do it. If, if, especially if you're first starting out, like you could, you know, as you get going progressing, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, this, this is a very common, this is a very trendy music. And yeah. So you, you, you can't go that route, but for people that are just getting going, like I don't even don't good enough is good enough. Just don't worry about that. Just throw stuff out there, get it out there. Start, start putting the message out. Getting getting people to say, "Hey, Jared, can I buy? Can you buy my house?" is the coolest messages I get. You know, hey, Jared, I found. Yeah, yeah, they come to me. If you if you are having a hard time finding finding like sellers and and it's like, oh man, uh, I hate cold calling. I hate cold calling. 
but when they call me, it's a lot easier when they're asking me for help, when they need like my expertise or they need like, Hey, do you know anyone that can X like, Oh, I do. I might do. I actually do know someone that can, let's, let's talk and see if we can do business or, you know, it, it becomes easier. And now the f- people get frustrated because it doesn't happen quickly. Yeah. It it can. And, and there's people that I know that's like just exploded uh, 10 times faster than me in, in, in many ways, but that's okay. They're good for them. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to, I, you know, I'm going to go and see what they're doing. I'm going to copy and paste. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to figure things out. That's awesome. Um, but it's not an overnight thing. It's not overnight. So you'll get some, some traction in your business from the low hanging fruit. People like, Oh, 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 you are, you're in uh you're going to, you open up a, a hair salon or whatever. I'm, yeah, actually I do need a haircut. And, and so those are low hanging fruit. So when you first start, you may get some people actually commenting and things like that, but then and as you're building your following, as you're doing stuff, um, as you're doing things in other groups of uh, Facebook groups, it's going to start building. You're going to start building awareness. I, I I farm Facebook groups. There there are groups specifically where because I do post in a ton a ton of of like I have hundreds of Facebook groups I'm a part of, mm-hmm. but there's probably like three or four that I really spend time in, and so there are specific groups where I'm a, I'm a, a member of. And I, uh, this made me tens of thousands of dollars by being a member of that group. Wow. So it's, and, and when I say farming in that group is like, I'm consistently putting content in that group. I'm consistently um, res- uh, engaging, not just on my posts, but on other people's posts. So you can engage in other people's posts. And, and it's just like, you know, using real estate as an example, someone commented in, in a real estate investing group, like, Hey, yes, I've had a hard time finding leads and you, you don't have to be the expert here, but like, oh yeah, you know, I had the same challenge. Um, have you tried this? And then, then it starts the conversation. It starts to like, Hey, you're like, you know, I haven't done any deals either myself, but my mentor, he told me to do this. You should try that. Or my, the, the, I just learned from a class. You should do this. And they're like, whoa, class. Wait, what do you, what, what class are you taking? Is it helping? And it starts that conversation, yeah. you know? Um, that, that's a good way to, you can really farm an area, a, a group and, and, and make do some pretty cool things. So you want to, depending on what you're doing you, and you don't want to be salesy in the group because sometimes the admins don't like that, but you're just providing value communication and then take it to the DMS. Yeah. Like if they say like, Hey, if they were to respond to that, like, Oh yeah, my, uh, my, my mentor, my teacher taught me how to do this. You should try that. Like, oh, well, what class, what, what mentor are you talking about? And then I'll take that conversation to DMs and then we can have a real conversation. Oh, well, so why, why are you trying to get in real estate? What, 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 you know, and I go into the whole, like, how do I, how can we help each other? And, and that's in the DMs though. So it's not like out and about and, and people like, oh, I see. Oh, you're just trying to sell something. You're just trying to be looking for partnerships. You're just trying to do whatever, you know, like I'm trying to help people, but yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to make money at the same time. Yeah. I think that that's the key is understanding why you're doing what you're doing, not just what you're doing. Yeah. And it, it sounds like when you're in this farming mentality, you're planting seeds consistently. And then when the harvest time comes, you're like, I'm going to take this from that group and bring it to a personal level. Could be in a direct messenger or mm-hmm. it could be you collect their email and you have a consultation for nine minutes. And then you see if there's a possibility we can do business together. But it sounds like your first priority is Am I helping? Am I providing value? Am I planting the seeds so that I'm top of mind so that when they have that challenge with their their property or when they're 
in in the desire to to go do some real estate, you're top of mind. Yeah. So so exactly. Jared, when when you are struggling to <clears throat> to like get traction with some of your your posts, maybe it took took a little while to get going. What helped you stay on track and say, I just I need to be consistent and I know I'm providing value. What what helped you stay on the track? Because I mean, for a couple months, my guess is brand new people, they might not have very many views. It might be like 12 views and they're all friends. Yeah. Well, what did you do to stay on track and stay here? Because you've been doing it for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. Uh blocking time helps. Knowing when you're gonna do it and how you're gonna do it. Mm. So because here's the thing. People can fall there when you're creating content, you can get into the rabbit hole. And I've, I've, I've found myself in this rabbit hole many times, even, even now yeah. where you're trying to create something like, Oh man, I hate how that's, oh man, that my hair is all messed up. I totally, I gotta redo this thing or, <laughs> Oh man, I gotta do that. Da, da, da. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's important for people to block off time specific and, and have a hard stop. Yes. That's tough. That's tough for me at times. Mm -hmm. Say, Oh, hard stop. 100%. It's done. Just ship it. Just get her done. And, and you have to ask yourself, you, like, so you know, your weakness is better than, than I will ever know. Absolutely. I, I know my weakness is better than anyone else. And so if, if you find yourself like when you're creating content, then you, then you like two hours later, Oh crap. I was just like, I made one reel. And then I realized I just, I just scroll for, for 45 minutes and for an hour, 20 minutes, whatever, man, I got it. Oh, so you got to like have heart stops, timers, potentially, it depends on your weaknesses. Maybe that's not a challenge for you and that's fine. But, but you know what I mean? You want to be careful on, on not going into too much. Like I got to edit this perfectly or, or like, I don't like how it says um, you can literally, you can do a live, for example, so like this, mm -hmm. you can do a live and, and, and bring out so real estate here. Okay. You can, you can invite someone. So I can, I can ask, I can ask you to come on to my, my live. Like you, like you did here. Right. Yeah. And like, Hey man, I got a live I'm going to do on Friday at noon. Um, and Brigham, can, can you, can you step on and talk about some short-term rentals? I know you have a bunch. Is that, is that cool? Yeah. So maybe, you, maybe you haven't done anything in real estate at all, but that interests you. So you bring someone on, you just have them like, how'd you get started? Like what? And you ask them questions just like you're doing right now. This is a perfect example of what you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so you're, you're getting shared credibility one, you got 30 minutes to an hour of content. Okay. So people are like, oh, wow. So even though like if, if, if you've never done a single deal, but you're talking to someone that's done, does multiple deals a week, then it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Sally's is with this person that's done this and like, oh, wow. I mean, I'm going to, and I know Sally, I'm gonna talk to Sally and, and see what's going on. Then you can take, you can just hit the download button on like Facebook live. Take that hour long and there's so many software and there's plenty of software that's for free. Even in CapCut, you can do this um, on their, on their website. You can literally just upload the hour long and they will cut 30 seconds, 60 seconds, two minute videos for you with captions. So if you're like, I don't know what to do at all. Like, okay, you can do one live and create 15 reels yeah. like that. And, and you don't have to be the expert. Just bring someone on that's an expert. Or you can do a, you could be doing a live, a long-term, long-form video where you're just talking about your story, talking about, you know, the challenges, talking about this particular deal. Like, oh, guys, I, I almost made a huge mistake. This is what happened. Or I didn't make a mistake. This is what I did. And, and you can be just documenting 
And maybe maybe that conversation like is like 10 minutes, but you can get three reels out of there because you upload that 10 minute live that you just did. And now it's like, hey, watch out for this mistake. So you now you can go really deep when you're making reels and and and, and have really good hooks, things like that. But the very beginning, I think you just need to create content and ensure the hooks and all that, all the yeah. strategy stuff. I mean, I, I don't think people should really look at that because it's almost for some people too much, it's too much information. And because they don't have, they're not doing it right. Like, well, well, if I cut up this long form, it's not gonna have any hooks. Well, then I, that's not gonna work then. Like, no, screw, screw the hooks. You know, or anything else that you're reading that has to have like this, this, and this, or like, oh, I can't figure out the caption thing on this, on this app. I don't, I better not post it because there's no caption. Who cares? Just, put, just post it. Good enough is good enough. It's fine. Like, so don't let that stop people. But that's a good way to create a lot of content really quickly for a, a busy person, which you can literally, you know, that's why you're doing your business kind of thing. Be honest. Like I keep bringing it up. It's just so easy and you can segment it, but blocking time off. Let me back up to a, the actual point you questioned off. You questioned, yeah. but blocking time off. Um, doing things in batches too helps. So maybe, maybe like doing it every single day is just like, too, it's not going to happen. So like, okay, Sunday at six, put it in your calendar, let your family know, Hey, I got to do some business at six o'clock tonight. Leave me alone. So whether you're doing it in batches, whether it's like a daily thing, I think it's easier to do something daily than it is to do two times, three times a week. Yeah. Because if, if I say I'm going to make three, I'm going to, it's going to make, I'm going to post three times a week. That's it. And it's okay if you're doing that. But my my only moment thought is like, if you're doing it every day, it's it's a ritual. It's part of your day. If it's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's like, wait, was it, what's today? Was I supposed to do something today right now? I don't remember. And then you don't make anything. You know what I mean? And you can kind of pinpoint where you missed. And even if you miss a day when you're doing it every day, like that's not the end of the world. That's fine. Just keep on doing it. I mean, there's times where there's been weeks where I've didn't do any posts whether it's busy or whatever, just get distracted and that's okay. And start, you start, start, start over. I mean, not start over, just go back in it. You know, it doesn't matter. I think that that's wisdom. And it's something that anybody can do. Anyone can literally pull up their phone, hit Facebook live. Mm -hmm. Here's something I'm experiencing right now. Give the behind the scenes and just talk about what you're experiencing. 100%. And then you're like, Hey, this was someone that is very, proficient at whatever strategy you want to employ. Like you, I feel like you are an expert in, in so many things in real estate that I want to be an expert in. So talking with you, it, it gives me confidence. It gives the the listeners confidence. They're like, Oh, he's done. How many real wholesale deals have you done by, by now? I know it used to be well, a couple of years ago. It was like 50. Now it's probably closer to a hundred now. Yeah. I, I don't know the exact number, but we're either approaching or over a hundred. I, 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 I don't remember the second. I don't, I'm not, not, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't haven't counted. I don't know a lot right, Put it that way. Literally dozens and dozens of deals mm -hmm. and there's patterns of progress you see. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, that was wisdom with, with bringing up the social media strategy is you, you've done a couple thousand reels now. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do them perfectly. And I love that. No. It's just, get, just ship them, just do them. Yeah. Like if it's trash, it's trash. Okay, that's cool. You're like I learned from it. Great, that's yeah. trash. Now don't do it like that again. Let's try another way. Right, right. Sometimes I'll still make trash, even though I know it's trash. I'll just make it. You know what I mean? It, it's <laughs> just, just get it out there. You know, just start doing stuff. It, it and and most most algorithms prefer consistency and, and reward consistency over over like the perfect the perfect 
reel or perfect video or whatever you're doing. So yeah, just, just make stuff. I think that that's key. And if we can wrap this all up, tie a little bow on it and say, this is the best action step I could give to a brand new person. Tell us the one action step that you would, you would hope that someone takes to go get more value that they can give on social media. Go ahead. If I had to put in like one, one or two words or one, two uh, um, sentences. Yeah. Just, it sounds simple and people, it's, it's almost the simplicity is why people don't do it. Just post. Yeah. If you take anything out of this. Now I, I did a lot about the farming and, and, you know, and, and how to make small, you know, bigger, bigger, bigger posts into smaller ones and, and intrigue posts, all of that stuff is very helpful and, and you learn over time either through your own actions or from other people things like that but i i think people and this is true with real estate i've seen so many people they get analysis paralysis and same with posting analysis paralysis just post it doesn't have to be pretty it could be i saw this picture i like this picture that's a freaking post just do something start making a post start sending things out this is how powerful this is so I built this, I built my brand three years ago to do even remotely close the number of deals I'm doing now, which I, I'm doing more now than I was three years ago, but to do less deals, let me tell you, I would have to dial 600 numbers a day. I had a dialer. I would have to, I would like for two days, I would do dialers, setting appointments up. I would go. Across, I live in Twilas. So I go to Salt Lake, go to Ogden. I go to all these appointments to talk to these sellers. So I would spend hours upon hours upon hours to, to do a few deals a month. Mm -hmm. And so now because of, because of my following, because of what, I, what I, what my brand I built, I have not made a cold call. And like in 2023, I can, I made five cold calls, maybe. And that was just like trying to help someone out, showing someone how to do it. That was really it, the deals that I've been getting now. And there was one point in time back in the day when I started making some money, I was, I was putting like $10,000 into, into marketing for deals. So Facebook ads, things like that, $10,000 a month. That That's a, so I was putting energy, effort, time to do less what I'm doing now because I built this brand. People will partner with me like, Hey, Jared, I have this lady. She's actually looking to sell her house. Uh, can you, can you help? I, I just need help negotiating, closing this thing out. Oh, sure, man. Yeah. Let's, let's talk to her. And, and it's the, I, I don't even go to their house. I can't tell you like the last 10 deals I've did. I probably only, only been inside the house on two of them. And those were the flips that I'm doing. The other ones I haven't even walked in. I haven't even seen, I haven't even physically seen it, but I made money from it because I built this system built, built my, my brand where people are like, Hey, Jared, I need help. And I'm giving tons of value to these people and they're, and they're making money. And like, like, Oh, wow. I, I, I was, I watched a class about negotiating, but I didn't, how you play piece that together. Like, and now they're off on their own doing their all sorts of stuff. Right. But then they're like, like, yeah, I got another deal. This other challenge I didn't think about let's do a JV on it. Like, sure. So the vast majority of my deals I'm doing now is from people doing joint ventures with me. And it, it's, it's because I built that brand because it's, and I'm delivering what I'm saying, right? It's just like let's let's have a conversation, let's see. And it's it's, it's kind of fun when 
the thing is that how I negotiate, it's very, it's, it's, I don't know, it's unique, but it's just different than you think. And so they're like, I can see almost their face, like we're on Zoom and like they're, they get kind of like confused. And then, and then when we get the deal where they, the person was like, we're only going to sell at this price. I can't, I'm not going to do any creative financing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. If you don't want to sell this price or do any creative finance, you shouldn't do that. I don't want you to. And like, and like their faces, like, don't tell them that Jared, but they're quiet. And then at the end they're, they have, we have a contract with seller financing lower than what they said. And so that's, that's, that's fun. But because I built that brand, because I did something. So just post, I know that I knew one thing went up, but yeah, just post there's hashtag just post. Yes, just post. And I, I think that's the consi- the consistency. And what's cool about consistency is you you build a habit. You get iterations. And if you wait till tomorrow, it's literally harder. So just post today. You post today, right. you're like, hey, I posted yesterday. You post again today, you're like, hey, I post last two days. And you build confidence. Mm-hmm. And you get better by just doing it. So just post. There's Jared's uh, Jared's key takeaway for that. Now, guys, if since you stayed on this long, I actually uh, have a uh, leveling up your social media uh, book that I wrote. Uh, that's insights for the last year and a half that I I took from Brian Fryer, uh, Rob Sperry. Actually, some things even from 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 Jared, my friend Dane. A lot of different concepts and ideas of people that have been helpful helping me, just like this call, and I put them into this little uh, ebook. And it's yours for free. So it's just a way that I can interact with you guys more. I, I'm always trying to do more things with building value. And this is one of the ways that we do it. So Jared, where do people find you on social media so that we can make sure that they know, oh, this is where I can find the funny man of real estate. And that's real R-E-E-L and R-E-A-L. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, uh, my Jared Branchley on Facebook, you can follow me. Uh, and same, same name with uh, Instagram, Jared Branchley. Just do a search. I'm there. On my TikTok following is is uh, uh, funny funny real estate is my handle, nice. and um, but you can you can find all of my links and stuff just from uh, Linktree slash Ask Jared and has all my socials and stuff there. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jared. I really appreciate this. Uh, we'll we'll get this on on YouTube and all all over the place, and we'll conti- consistently build value for each other. So once again, thank you for being my friend and also being consistent. Just post, guys. Just post. Done. Thanks again. Have a great day, everybody.